Welcome to the Judy Fox Show, where we level up your business with heart and humor. And thank goodness this is a podcast because I am struggling with a cold right now, so I cannot get any of you sick through the airwaves. Today on the show, we have Claude Silver. She is the Chief Heart Officer at Vayner Media. And she's the first chief heart officer that I have ever seen in the HR industry. I'm going to play a clip, and this clip can describe her better than I ever could. So here we go. That businesses are moving towards the heart. We are moving towards soul. We are moving towards a place of more humanity. You can open up any kind of Forbes article, HBR article, and we're all talking about empathy, leadership, what not to do as a new leader, you know, so forth and so on, like how to be more heart-based, how to bring more positivity into our culture. Everyone's talking about it. So I just summarized that and said, well, that's because we all care. We We all know that to care, when we start caring about the places we work and we start caring about our individuals, you have more profitability, you have more engagement, you have more success, you have more creativity, and you have more innovation, and so forth and so on. That is an incredible message and one that we need to have out into the world more and more and more. And it's happening. And I also want to give some love to an incredible podcast listener, an incredible friend, an incredible colleague, and also a fellow B-schooler with Marie Forleo's B-School. I know she's launching that program right now. I'm glad to shout it out and be a very, very proud B-schooler. We have Tima, and she has Tima the podcast, so go check it out. And here is her message about this podcast. It was incredible to receive this, and I got permission for her to share it. Judy, I hope you can hear me. I'm outdoors, and my daughter's playing tennis, as usual, on a Monday. I'm listening to your podcast. Oh, my God. Can I just say, I love you. I love your podcast. I love the feel. I Honestly, I completely agree with Richard. I think it's going to be, well, not I think... It's definitely going to be a very, very successful and a very, very popular podcast. Honestly, Judy, this is something that you were just seriously born for, really. You are so engaging, even just through voice. Honestly, even with voice, like you are just so engaging. And, oh, my God, you sound so sexy too, by the way. You really, really do. If I was a man, I would just fall in love with you. And the interview is... I'm really, really enjoying it. And I'm so looking forward to listening to your episodes. And that's the genuine, honest truth. And um, I can't wait to support you and just keep hearing how amazing you're going to do with this podcast. Honestly, I'm, I'm just loving it. So I just wanted to send you this message and just let you know how, yeah, how much I'm loving it. And well done. I'm so, so proud of you. Really, heart and humor. Like it's already embedded in my head and um and even just the way you say it like it just comes across with real uh uh, like with real intention you know you you're really saying it truly from your heart so so excited for you really (laughs) i so busted out laughing when you said that part about 
Um. All right. So <laughs> you can obviously hear my response. And thank you, Tima. Let's all give her some love on her podcast. Again, in the show notes, I will put a link to Tima and where you can find her online. It's Tima Alejandra. I hope I said that right. Let's listen to a bit of her podcast. Hold on, hold on. Welcome to Team of the Podcast. This is your host, Tima Alhaj. Thank you so much for joining me today. My mission for this podcast and company is for people around the world to believe that their potential is limitless because I genuinely believe in my heart that we can be whomever we want to be and construct this within ourselves. On my show... Thank you so much, Tima. That has completely filled my heart and is the purpose of this entire podcast is to feel the heart and the humor. I am so excited to now share this heart to heart that Claude Silver and I had in her office at VaynerMedia in January when I was up there visiting New York City for Entrepreneur Business Live. If you haven't checked that out, that is the very first episode with Richard Moore. All right, so join us. We are basically in the middle of the conversation because we had not hit record, <laughs> but that's just how it goes. So we're in the middle of a heart-to-heart conversation with Claude Silver. Okay. Well, I feel like the best stuff in general comes out when you're just talking. So, Like we were just talking, so we just happen to be recording now. <laughs> so should I back up again? Um, what? Where are we shooting? <laughs> We can just talk like we were just okay. talking. Oh, yeah. Cool. So, Good. no, I was just sharing my thoughts of what I share online and how that ended up coming out into the world and creating an impact. Yeah. And that's why I love what you're doing because you are sharing something that I think more companies need to be aware of, that heart-centered leadership from an HR perspective is where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I think... What, what I love about what you just shared is it's completely authentic. It just is, mm-hmm. you know, and I think so much of what I do, and I say this a lot, is common sense. And I recognize, I now recognize that common sense isn't common sense to everyone. And I don't mean that in a shameful way by any shape and size. I just mean what comes to me easier might not come to someone else easier, but then again, like I'm not, a, I, I could never do chemistry mm-hmm. that comes to other people easier. So yeah. when it comes to people and heart and just being real and vulnerable and letting your freak flag fly, like I got you, I got you. <laughs> that like, is awesome. Yeah, bring it. And I can say right when I, you walked up to me, I was like, oh, she does have that energy that Aww. she's got you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Even though that I was just walking out of an intense room, but that's good. Yeah. That's no. good to know. Yeah. Amazing. Well, that goes back to being centered. Do you feel like you do something or it's just part of your soul? Like you were just born this way to be the centered feeling or did you go through something tough? Because I feel like me, I kind of had to go through something tough to find that centeredness and not – I just – was too naive or too like the world is this happy bubbly place and <laughs> and then it wasn't happy and bubbly yeah so I'm I've always been this way yeah and I've gone through a few traumatic things mm-hmm. but I've always been here centered pretty much zen soul chill yeah maybe too zen sometimes <laughs> um, not much flusters me mm-hmm. and I think that's just who I am it's my core it's 
I don't have a, I don't have a lot of drama in my life. Um, there was a time in my life where I did seek out drama, probably because I didn't have any drama in my life. And I mean, did that come, that came just like a, you know, an avalanche at me. Mm -hmm. So be careful what you ask for. Yes. What you focus on expands. It does. It does. <laughs> it does. So, uh, so I don't focus on drama mm -hmm. and, um, I really enjoy being pretty still mm -hmm. and still inside and. I don't really know another way. I don't have a different frequency. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Like I have a, I have a hyped up frequency if I'm uh, dancing or if I'm at Soul Cycle, if I'm, <laughs> you know. But I'm pretty steady. Yeah. And then what is? Um, can you share like some of the things that, like, you've recently had a baby? Yeah. That's the most exciting thing the ever. Best thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's three months and. Four days, three yeah. days now, four days. Anything that has shifted because of that or? Yeah. I mean, my whole outlook on life has shifted. I yeah. think that everything I do now is for her. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Whatever that is. And if that's the, everything I'm doing today or my plans for 30 years from now, mm -hmm. they're all going to be for her. And I'm so excited that I have that's that. That's so gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, I'm just excited that I've had that shift because as you know, as a mom, and mm -hmm. I now know as a mom, it's not about me. Mm -hmm. It's just not about me. And I think as um, altruistic of a person that I think I have been for a good majority of my life, I was still selfish. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just giving it to her. Yeah. I always think to myself, what did I do with all that extra time that I had? <laughs> What was I doing? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I had all this extra time. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Well, that and you asked me earlier if I had a hard stop. And I said the only hard stop I have is going home to my son and him giving me a hug. That's exactly right. <laughs> that was like, wow, that's beautiful. That's so cool. I love that. That's my hard stop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's a good one. And um, I don't know. What do you feel like you're dying to share? Like, what's? Do you have anything you woke up this morning and you're like, walk to work or anything that you were thinking? Or, yeah. As a matter of fact, um, so I was thinking about the you know those gremlins, those goblins that we have, that I have in my life that uh, many times prevent me from going ahead with a plan. Um, obviously the gremlins and the goblins are me, Yeah, <laughs> but it's that, um, it's that part of me as we all have them, those limiting beliefs of, mm -hmm. I just can't, or I won't be successful at that. Or, um, you know, I probably should just like let someone else do that mm -hmm. and I'll just do my thing and kind of wish I did that. Mm -hmm. So that was my thought today. My big thought was like, how do I now look at those goblins and say, stop, just eh, move over, like big me, adult me, Claude, proud mm -hmm. me is going to do what it is I have in mind to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a goal and is going to achieve that goal rather than sitting here in 30 years with you saying, remember that conversation we had? I I knew I could have done it, and I didn't. Yeah, or even just beating yourself up about something. Yeah. That you thought, 
you could have done better or you were just being difficult on yourself where you're like, this is all the process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm going to be 50 very yeah. soon. And, uh, and I mean like this year and life goes fast. Mm -hmm. You know, I can remember when I was, you know, looking at people that were 40 and I was like, God, you were old, 40s old. It's like, 40. <laughs> I remember that when I was in college. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 40s not old at all. And mm -mm. 50s not old at all. However, I know that I've got a good 50 years left, mm -hmm. which is different than being 20 thinking I've got 80 years left. Yes. So, and I, I have grandmothers that have lived to 101, so I do plan on living to 100, at least 101. That's so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so time goes, time goes very quickly. And now that I have a, a little baby, time's going to go quicker. Yeah. You know, you have a six-year-old, you've woken up, and all of a sudden he's six. I How know. does that happen? I don't know, but he's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is I there's moments that, and every parent, I think, I was just like, can you just stay like this? Yeah. You're so awesome. It's so true. And then when you're going back to the gremlins and goblins, basically, I was listening to that, and I also am reminded of a coach I worked with, and that's where... Um, Getting, I told you I went through something very traumatic, very yep. tough, just like you've gone through trauma and toughness. And so I worked with a coach at one point to kind of start to heal from that. And I'll say two things. One is it wasn't enough for me to meet with somebody once a week mm -hmm. and just have an hour. Yeah. I ended up finding somebody that was available through a voice messaging app huh. that I could go back and forth with her every single day. Wow. And I needed that support so much in my life for what I was going through. I'm getting emotional. Yeah, yeah. But that's incredible to find. And the power of how we can do that with apps now is just incredible. Yeah. And so, and so I really challenge people to kind of think outside that box of what support looks like. Because mm -hmm. I needed support. Every time I kept thinking that term, go to therapy, to deal with gremlins and goblins or yeah. limiting beliefs, it's always one time a week and you go for an hour. It yeah. just, it's set in my mind. And that to me started becoming a limiting belief where I was like, no, she can be somebody I hire and she's available every day. Yeah. That's <laughs> incredible. Yeah. I think that's super cool. And I've heard it was 15 like minutes a yeah. day that nice. we could go back and forth. But the power of 15 minutes yeah. every single day changes your mind. And I also wonder if, so it's one thing to sit in front of a person for an mm -hmm. hour. Uh, and you get a lot out, yes. you soak it in, and that's, you know, that, that connection. But I wonder also, like, you know, having your headphones on and just, like, speaking into this app and hearing her or him is, you know, almost like a voice of God. It's just, like, yes. coming through just to you. Is that's amazing. a beautiful voice and a beautiful person. Yeah. And at the end of the day, one of the other things she said about kind of gremlins, goblins, limiting beliefs is this is where some of my homework was – she was just amazing. But one of my homework was just literally, if you're going to binge watch something, binge watch comedy. Like you need to find your humor again. Yeah. You need to get laughing again. Yeah. Cause I wasn't laughing. I just didn't, it's hard. It's hard yeah. to think something's fun when you're, when all you see is pain. And so, yeah. um, I started watching comedy on Netflix, <laughs> sort of binging comedy. And that's, that's why, right. um, to do that for a long amount of time to try and get my humor back or my laughter yeah. back it teaches you things yeah, it totally about does. life and humor and bringing humor into the spaces. It reminds me of Harry Potter, where to get rid of the, have you watched Harry a Potter? A few of them, yeah. Yeah, one of them is Ridiculoso, where they have to get rid of the thing that's the most scary for them. Nice. They have to do it with humor. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Oh, that's yeah, cool. I thought that was like a really cool tie-in. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Well, I think um, when I think of comedy and humor, I just think of joy because that's what we, when we're laughing, like we're happy, you know. And it, um, the gremlins, and you they lose their power. Yes, they do. You just got to diffuse them. And my favorite book is Where the Wild Things Are, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, and the wild things roared their terrible roars and gnashed their terrible teeth and, and Max uh, silenced them with a magic trick. Mm-hmm. And then when it was time for Max to go, they said, please don't go. We'll eat you up. We love you so. And he said no. Mm -hmm. No to those wild things, which I think is a very psychological book, by the way. Yeah. Which is him. He tamed the wild things oh, yeah. with a magic trick. And I do think it is, you know, some kind of, it's not magic, but it's some kind of like manipulation we do to ourselves to silence those guys, I mm know -hmm. you're not getting in today. You know, more comedy, more joy, more holding little babies, which give you that shot of oxytocin, and you're just like, oh man, life is good. Yeah, you know that that high. Oh, babies fill you with oxytocin. Yeah. I actually Googled what can fill you with oxytocin because yeah. I was very empty of it, and then filling yourself back up with laughter and having those moments. Yeah. it's huge. Yeah. Hugs, yes. babies, puppies, <laughs> you know, all the good stuff. There's people in my life, and actually one of them last night. So I was speaking in an event last night, and there was somebody that came, and I looked at her, and I said, so she, we have been talking for a while. I've never met her in person, but we've been talking online for such a long time. And I basically hugged her, and then I was like, no, you're not letting go. Oh. Like, because there's some people in your life that, hmm, how do I say this? Ooh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> Basically, when you go, like, you don't have another adult in your life and you're raising a child on your own, I need more hugs than I think other people need sometimes because mm -hmm. we all need hugs. Yeah. But I feel like when you're in a committed relationship, when you've got your girlfriend, boyfriend. Yeah. So, see? You guys are both hugging me when yeah, we leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're hugging. We're He's out of tissues. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, that's the thing that I kept thinking. I need hugs. I need hugs. I need hugs. Yeah. So. See? Is, damn. Yeah. No, we need we need them. We, we need. Is there like a hug? Oh, I heard of, um, do you know Rada? She wrote the word, book Belong. Okay. And do you, she um, started the, the company. Rada, she started Thinks. The oh, period the panties. Yes, 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 yes. And um, yes. she also does Daybreakers here in New York. Yeah, the big yeah, dancing yeah. thing. Yeah. So I met her oh, wow. um, back in October. And I know she just gave birth to a little baby. And she, um, what did she say? Now I'm losing my train of thought where I was going Shout with out that. to Rada. Yes, beautiful, yes. <laughs> but just, oh, she has a hugging line. That's what I was trying to get oh, at. She does? Yeah, for the Daybreakers community, yeah. when you walk in, I think that's what their, um, their like ritual is. I love that. To create a ritual and community, and they do a hugging line. Yeah. And when I heard that, I, was, I went up to her and I was like, I don't know, maybe I'm going to speak this into the future, but like, I just need to come to one of your events. Yeah. And then if, if that's all, that's all. But if I, who wouldn't want to be part of that? Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going to go. <laughs> You're going to go. Have yeah, you ever go. been? No, but I have friends that go. Well, then can we go? On, yeah. I see it on Instagram all the time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I was at a see, no, party I'm gonna... <laughs> last night with someone that goes. Oh, really? So we'll get Steph involved and, okay. and she'll take us. Well, then I'll book another trip up here. Yeah. Okay. Good. In the warmer <laughs> weather, please. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. But hugs are so <laughs> essential. And I love, um, 
I love in San Francisco and Oakland, I can remember uh, friends of mine carrying around signs that said free hugs. Oh, yeah. And this was, I don't know, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And of course, some people were like, yeah, you're a freak. But also, it's just like it's a free hug, you know, and we need them. Yeah. Know, we just need more touch and affection uh, in, a, you know, obviously a safe environment. But, yes. you know, I hate that I even have to say that. But I know. I do. And uh, well, just let the... Just let our heart burst open Mm -hmm. into a million pieces. (laughs) Well, Sandy was telling me one of your favorite quotes, which is Maya Angelou. And I love that quote, too. And I also love Maya Angelou. And so I was telling him my favorite quote is very similar. But what is yours? People forget what you did. People forget what you said. uh, But people will never forget how you made them feel. I actually should reverse it. People forget what you said. People forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. I think I mixed it up. That's all good. <laughs> it's, all, it's all the same. Yeah. People will for ne- never forget how you made them feel. That mm-hmm. is it. And above, be- below, alpha, omega, beginning, middle, end, that's all that matters yeah. to me. And I think we're all trying to do our best within that framework yeah. of how we make each other feel. I, d- I so. definitely think that. Yeah. Well, okay. What's your favorite quote? Oh, Maya Angelou, that I'll um, believe you the first time you show me who you are. Hmm. Have you heard that one of hers? No. And the reason why that stuck with me hmm. was because I stopped listening to my instinct yeah. and my gut. And I was just listening to people's words or I was um, getting very flustered and hmm. not centered, right? Because I was feeling very like untethered. And I basically latched onto that quote because it reminded me all the time to pay attention to how people are showing me. So that same thing, yeah. how they make you feel mm-hmm. is through action, yeah, totally. not their words. Yeah. And so I really latched onto that one because I felt like I was like getting that sense of, like I said, not trusting my instinct around people. Yeah. And I needed to pay attention to how people were showing me who they are. I love that. I love that quote. It makes me think of something that I've been saying a lot lately uh, and writing a lot, which is attention is the greatest form of generosity there is. Mm -hmm. And attention is listening. Attention is just holding space, being there, whatever, hugging. But attention doesn't need to be like talking. Mm -hmm. I just want to give someone attention. Mm -hmm. And it is really, if you think about it, it is incredibly generous like a mat you know i know when someone gives me their full attention i feel really let in Mm -hmm. and in this world where we want to work on belonging and making a space where everyone feels that they belong that they have a place in the macro or the micro whatever is important to them one of the ways you can do that is by giving someone attention and letting them know yeah you belong right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're here. Yes, come with us. Be in community with us. And that goes along with a quote I have on my fridge. So when I was recently kind of reminding myself of all the things that I want to keep in my mind front and center, one of them says, everybody wants to be seen and heard, no exceptions. Boom. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's on my fridge. Yeah. I see it every day. Yeah. <laughs> and what I love is my son being six years old. He now... This is the sweetest thing, and it's something to keep in mind. He has memorized all of these. Wow. 
and they're all over the walls because I started putting, I literally made almost um, maybe the size of half this wall Mm -hmm. filled with quotes that are like powerful to me, like including the Maya Angelou quote, like all these quotes and he has them all memorized. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't know that he did that. Wow. But what you surround your kids by. And then we were just talking with somebody on the podcast before you that was talking about Alexa skills yeah. and being able to hear a voice. Mm-hmm. And that now children will grow up with more like ability to have voices in their ears that are not just, they could ask Alexa to yeah. answer questions for them. And Isaac does, yeah. which is so cool. That's really awesome. Last night I was at this dinner party. I just need to show you this yes. <laughs> um, phone and... Uh, my phone and this was in the bathroom. I just, I'm so, you know. Oh, I love that. And so I took a bunch of pictures of this person's. I miss you when you are away. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I only knew the host. I didn't know he, this incredible person had 16 strangers come to a dinner party and he fed us pasta. And this was in the bathroom. So he and his girlfriend are writing Aww, notes to each other. That's really sweet. Yeah. So same thing. Oh, yeah. There's post-it notes all over the wall in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and I've done that where um, making notes and then putting them in, like, a love jar or, like, a memory jar. Yeah. And having them, like, opened around New Year's or something. I've seen that. And I've done that. So. Yeah. Yeah. The um, So one of the things I had on my wall when I lived in London, so let's just say that was probably eight years ago at this point. I lived in London too. Oh, you did? Yeah. Nice. I went to the University College of London. Oh, when did But that you was in 98. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I moved there in um, 2009. Okay. And I was there And until... that's when I lived in Germany. Oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> yeah. well, we crossed paths. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I had um, just this one poster that just said recognition. Mm-hmm. And... It was a good reminder for me that everyone needs to feel recognized, and that means myself included. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was a time in my life where, um, yeah, where I, I needed that infusion, so I had that reminder. Wow. Well, that and somebody told me recently, and I've kind of internalized it or took it further, like you said, recognition, yeah. reminding yourself, and reminding you it's recognizing yourself. Yeah. And again, going back to my coach, like honoring the word to yourself mm-hmm. shows up as a best friend to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that I mean, integrity is like mm-hmm. key. But I think that goes back to, I mean, it's, we're coming full circle here, but yeah. <laughs> you know, we talk about, uh, when I was talking about the gremlins and goblins, I was saying, and when we're not best friends to ourselves, we leave a massive draft doorway open for those negative or limiting thoughts to come in and you know eat away at us rather than those positive thoughts or those um, thoughts of recognition to ourselves or gratitude towards ourselves and yeah it goes a long way a pat on the back however someone does it you know I think we can all do more of that uh, give more love to ourselves. Well, and the battle of loneliness, because that is a huge battle. Yeah. That, And I have faced moments of feeling utterly and completely alone, even though I know I have many people that love me. Yeah. I have a very loving family. Yeah. And I think that's such 
a hard thing for people to maybe wrap their heads around. But I realized, and again, this is through working on myself, that loneliness was coming from not honoring the word to myself. When I said I was going to go to the gym and I failed myself, Mm. I was not honoring my word to myself. And so I wasn't creating a trustworthy friendship with myself. And then I was like an internal battle of this one person inside and the other person being not even being best friends with myself. And so I had to start over. And so when somebody told me, my mom told me all the time, you know, love yourself first. That's very important. You, you know, need to learn how to love yourself. But it's so interesting. I didn't know how to do that. That sounds like a really nice thing to tell somebody to do. If somebody told you, love yourself, like, that's huge. Like, if you had to break it down for somebody, what would you say? Like, (laughs) I mean, because I'm going to, I'm going to tell my my daughter that. Yes. I'm going to continue to tell her that, you know, to start tonight, even though she's three months old. Yes. Uh, Look in the mirror and say something nice about yourself. I think that's a very basic thing you can do. Uh, And I think a child would understand that. Mm-hmm. And an adult understands that too. It's just a matter of if we think if we call bullshit on ourselves, which is too bad when we do that, you know. But I would say, and I'll you know tell my nieces too, you know, look in the mirror and say something you love about yourself, or walk down the street, or whatever you're doing, and say, you know, I don't know, I love my hair, I love my eyes. I Have you seen the video of the girl that gets in front of the mirror and she stands up and she goes? I love my mom. I love my dad. I think I, I love have. my mirror. I mean, I don't know yeah. what she says. I feel like I have. have I love my me. hair. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, cool. She's well, awesome. There you go. She's, ma- she's maxing out. Oh my gosh, I think you could just watch that on repeat. Yeah, I love that. Well, we could do that in Baby Shark. Yeah, oh, Baby over. Shark. I just learned about that. Yeah. That's so cute. I know. That's really. Well, I put up a sign and I made it with glitter and pink and I went through a whole glitter stage again, trying to like pop myself out of this thing and popping my brain back into, because you create pathways in your brain. And if you're in pain, you're going to create a pathway of pain. Yeah. And I did because I was in pain (laughs) and I, I created really negative words and like down stuff in my head and I just... So I put up a sign, and I don't remember where I heard this, but I put up a sign in my bathroom that says, my life loves me. Mm. So if nothing else, if everything fell apart, it's this external kind of feeling Mm -hmm. that if I am fighting inside, my life loves me. Yeah. And doesn't want – it's like sounds funny, but I and me. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds funny, but (laughs) – Yeah, it does. The – but I actually really like that idea that even if when all else fails, the life, my life, this world, who I am, still loves me. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I'd love it if you could send me a picture of your wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be very cool. Yeah. I moved places, yeah. and so now I'm in a different home, and I have put them back up on the fridge, but I'll send you where I had them, like, filling the I wall. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was in my office, and... Um, at that stage of my life, I had basically kind of started over with just what I could put in my car. Yep. I so just from scratch. <laughs> uh, I understand. Yeah. I definitely understand. Oh, is that the video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, Awesome. I can do anything.
so awesome. Oh. Can you imagine starting every day with that? I love I that. I can do anything good. I, yeah. <laughs> I love my house. I love my life. I love What is it called? What's that video uh, called? It's called Jessica's Daily Affirmation. Okay. Can you send it to me? <laughs> That's awesome. That's really cool. Awesome. Well, I don't know when we need to wrap up. Yeah, I want to. I want to stay on target and time. Yeah. But um, I know I have a little bit more time. I think I can do like ten minutes. Okay. Minutes, it's up to you. We yeah. are. We are flexible. We, we are, are at peace and we centered. Are flexible. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I think I could. I could do ten, min- ten okay. minutes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, so where do we want to go with this now? I mean, I know we started right at the beginning in the sense that like. I was sharing a little bit of my background. Do you want to share some of yours? Or yeah, uh, which part? Which part? Yeah, which um, I always ask. I mean, I, I ask because I don't know who's you know. Who's I, I want to provide value to whoever's listening and uh, whatever I can do. Well, the concept of the show is to leave somebody with one area of either their life or their business they can level up. Okay, and I think we have shared a just ton of ways that people can level up. And I think, how do I say this? I was, I was sharing with you that when I got back online, I was coming from a place of, okay, I'd been through pain. I had already built up to wanting to be and knowing what my voice was and being online and then having it shut off. So coming back online was the ability to infuse humor and fun in business. A lot of people think, you're not taking it seriously because serious is always linked with yeah. business. You see what I mean? Serious is linked to success. Yes. That's what people Think- look at. Like serious is linked to, you know, being in the black, not the red, like all that stuff. And, uh, I just don't, I just don't know how you can get to the black or how you can get to be successful without taking into account the heart and without taking into account, you know, how special and unique every single person is and how we must come into a workplace with our whole selves or else, by the way, we're jipping the company, Mm -hmm. but more than anything, we're jipping ourselves, you know, and I have always been like this. I will say, I mean, there were parts of my life that I didn't share for, you know, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like people weren't getting me. They just didn't know like my sexuality for a while. Unless someone asked me, I would tell them. Uh, now I'm like, and, and I've been like this for a while, like, okay. Yeah, this is me. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Want to go to lunch? You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, okay. Uh-huh. Right. Well, what color is the sky? It's blue. Like, yeah. Big deal. So, but, you know, I definitely can remember... Um, there were times I, I um, it, much earlier in my life where I uh, lost contact with myself and I allowed for a variety of reasons someone else to like infiltrate and control me. Mm-hmm. Um, assume they had, you know, I gave them the permission to assume they had control over me. And I think in many ways I, I abandoned myself in those times, in those mm-hmm. years. And, um, you know, it took me, uh, it certainly took me a, uh, quite a lot of effort and time, but like effort to dig myself out of that place and to understand why I would do that. Mm. You know, why I would just, why would I abandon me? Because back to loneliness, like there, I don't think there's any worse loneliness than letting yourself mm. go. 
Yeah. You know, and like watching, you know, you know, like when a when when the wind gust comes up and a, you see a, a piece of paper flight flying down the street, like just letting yourself go like that. Yeah. You know, so that was a big, um, a really big wake up call when I decided to finally wake up and then do the work that it that it takes to you know reel it back in and then start to like myself let's not even talk about love myself yeah you know that people takes... go all the way to love and i'm like i need to start with like yeah yeah i need to I start just... with tolerate yeah, I just, yeah. <laughs> right and 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 that journey to loving yourself loving myself took a very long time mm-hmm. and uh but it's not one that i will ever let go of mm-hmm. you know so yeah you know yeah i do think that i do think resilience and grit and determination and intent is such a big part of who we are as human beings. And, you know, you asked me a question in the beginning, uh, was I, have I always been like soul? Have I mm-hmm. always been like this? Or did I have to go through something massive? I've always been like this, but the massive parts and the, the traumatic parts um, have only made me appreciate more of being like this. Yeah. And I was sharing how it's like a, a vase that gets yeah, broken, that your that. heart is a vase. And when it gets broken, you can't, and especially if it gets broken really hard, and you know when you break something really, yeah. really hard, you can't put all the pieces back together perfectly, and it leaves cracks. And so you put it back in your heart, and you shine a light in that heart, mm-hmm. and it lets light out into the world. And the yeah. bigger you've been broken, the more light you can shut out into mm-hmm. the world of caring for others and sharing that empathy. Yeah. It's like an empathy light flashlight in the darkness. <laughs> yeah. I love that you just said that. I'm just smiling every time you say flashlight because I think about, um, I think about, I'm, I'm not necessarily religious and I wasn't, I, I was ra- raised Jewish. So it's funny that I'm even going to go here, but uh, on Easter, the good Friday or on Easter when we're born again, I find that, Oftentimes, that's us shining a light on ourselves, like the mm-hmm. rebirth of ourselves. Um, that's how I've always taken that that holiday, holiday. Mm-hmm. But the sim- symbolism of what it's like to be reborn, which is really to shine a light on ourselves and and get at it one more day, mm-hmm. because I actually think you're you get a chance every single day to do it again, maybe do it better, do it differently. But every day you get that chance to you know, rise up and with joy and with a sense of humor mm-hmm. and, you know, with your big girl pants on, get at it, <laughs> you know, just get at it. So just keep going. Yeah. So, my dear, oh, we can thank wrap you. up. Yeah. This was lovely. Thank you very I'm much. I'm so glad that we got to spend time together. We were kind of mentioning, how did we even get to this space? It's because I got so active on LinkedIn. Yeah. And that has connected me with so many people. That got me an opportunity to spend time, actually, when I was at Vid Summit. I yeah. spent time in the green room with Gary Vaynerchuk and yeah. had moments that were with a lot of the same people in this world. Yeah. So I'm now going to be a speaker at Vid Summit this year. Nice. I know. I'm very excited. Thank you. Awesome talk. <laughs> Thanks. That's perfect. I know. I'm very excited. You. Yeah. yeah. You go, girl. So that's I'm why... I'm holding back. No. I'm putting myself out there fully. Yeah. I'm not... I love that. It comes from a place of working hard on myself in that in the trenches for those years so that's what it takes my dear yeah thank you thank you very much thanks (laughs) thank you (laughs) oh awesome awesome
All right, fake hugs. Hugs. Oh, yeah. We're in each other's lives now. I hope so. Yeah, big time. Thank you for having me on your show and for making the trek. Yes. 